Welcome to the Police Fit Podcast, where applicants and serving officers can learn how to smash their fitness test and regain their health. With over 11 years' experience in the fitness industry and 17 years' service in the military and as a first responder, your host, Brad Williams, shares his experience and expertise in helping applicants get their dream job and serving members regain their health. Learn how to increase your health and fitness with actionable steps for first responders by a first responder. So please enjoy this episode of the Police Fit Podcast. two questions this week um the first one is from veronica rose so her question was basically the position she's in she has a three-hour round trip to work um, and she just wants to know how it can be more productive so basically you're looking at uh podcasts and audiobooks that's how you're going to be more productive on your drive uh to and from work safely now something to think about like we're talking about like podcasts and audiobooks you know, we're not talking about these thrillers, true crime, all that kind of shit. We're talking about things that are going to develop you in your goals, what your targets are for the year. So for my goals, I think about, you know, family, fitness, business, slash finances, um, you know, and the, the stuff I listen to in the car. So I spend about two hours a day in the car as well with work. Um, so I, I look at, you know, how are those podcasts or audiobooks, how are they going to push me towards my goal? Okay, how are they benefiting that? So basically, I've just got a few examples here of what I listen to. Um, it's, it's up to you, it's up to, it's up to you to do your own research because at the end of the day, your goals are your goals, they're not mine. So, you know, maybe your finance goals, you run your own business or whatever, you need to find books or podcasts that are gonna relate to that, that are gonna help you develop and help you push towards your goals. Um, but that, that's only something you can decide. You know, I've got some examples here that hopefully help you out. Um, go check them out if you want to. If you don't want to, that's fine. Um, it's up to you. So uh, for my podcast, you know, I break them down into finance, business, and fitness. Um, so for my podcast, uh, the finance side, I only really listen to one podcast. Um, it's called The Property Couch. So it's just a, uh, just a podcast about property and finance management. Um, I find it's really good. It's really straight to the point. Um, business podcast, so I'm a part of a coaching group and they have a podcast called The Real Talk with Real Fit Pros uh, and that's just about business for me and developing um, the business as it is. Uh, for the fitness side of it, I listen to either one of three, uh, the Matt Prince podcast who was um, my first ever real mentor in the fitness industry, um, great guy, extremely intelligent, Live, Train, Perform podcast, uh, Sean Cobrol with it. Uh, served with him in the army. Um, he's actually my current coach, uh, my fitness coach. Really intelligent guy again. And the third one is the more jujitsu based podcast. It's called uh, Jujitsu. Um, he's just a he's a, a coach that does a podcast basically, um, and it's really good. If, if you're into jujitsu or even if you're not, it's a really good podcast around uh, mindset around training as well. It doesn't just talk about jujitsu. He has jujitsu guys on there. Um, you know, the interviews, but it's a lot about mindset, training and development, so it's really good. Audiobooks, now, obviously my podcast, listen to that as well, <laughs> obviously I don't listen to it because I do it, but yeah, um, audiobooks, so for fitness, um, and everyone would have heard of David Goggins, but Can't Hurt Me by David Goggins, uh, that was a really good audiobook because as opposed to reading the hard copy, um, the audio book, what they do is they, they read a paragraph and then he talks about it, he goes into more detail, more description 
Um, it's really good. It goes for about 11 hours, I think, or up there. It, it's extremely good audio book to listen to. Um, Discipline equals freedom. Now, I don't think this is in the audio book, so I wanted to put this in anyways. Um, Jocko Willink um, has that. I'm pretty sure he's got a podcast as well. I haven't listened to it yet, um, but that's a really good book to get. As I said, I don't think it's on an audio platform, um, but get, get the book if you can. Discipline equals freedom. It's super easy to read. It's not that long. It's very straight to the point and gives you actionable steps that you can complete. Um, finance. So a little book of common sense investing. Uh, this one's by John Bogle. He, if you ever heard of Vanguard, it's an in, uh, share indexing fund, um, biggest in the world. He actually created that. Um, so it's a really good book. He's also got another book called Enough. Uh, and that just talks about, you know, what is, what is enough, thinking about, you know, what is enough in your life, what's enough money. Um, so that's another good book as well by him. Uh, Robert Kiyosaki, you've probably heard of him. He done Rich Dad Poor Dad. Uh, I got a lot out of that book. Um, also, Cash Flow Quadrant. So I can't remember which one it was in, whether it was Rich Dad Poor Dad or Cash Flow Quadrant. I think it was Rich Dad Poor Dad. Um, something that he talks about, which has really stuck with me and really changed my mindset around finances, is don't be lazy in your mindset around money. So something he talks about is. You know, when you want to get something or someone, or you want to buy a new car or just mindset around that or something that's expensive, don't think that, don't, don't say, I can't afford it and then just shut your brain off. Think about how can you afford it. Now, it doesn't mean you're going to go buy it, um, but you're just training your brain, you're exercising your brain. Think about around finances, okay, what would I need to do to be able to afford that? So I'll just use myself for an example. Um, yeah, the wife and I are in a very fortunate position um, that we've uh, got our house and we're lucky enough to have an investment property. Now, if I see a Ferrari, if I drive past uh, the Ferrari dealership window and I look at the brand new Ferrari in there, I don't look at it and think, I can't afford that. I look at it and I think, okay, how could I afford that? What would I need to do? So, firstly, we'd have to sell the house for it now. We'd have to definitely sell the investment property. Uh, we'd have to sell our caravan. Um, any shares that I own, I'd probably have to sell them as well. And you know, even then, we wouldn't be able to buy it outright. We'd have to then, you know, lease it or get a loan to be able to finance the rest of it. But so obviously, I'm not going to buy one. But I'm just um, showing the point that you know, if you instead of just saying I can't afford that, think about okay, how how can I afford it? What what do I need to do to be able to afford that? So that next time you know you go to the shops and you want to get something or you want to invest in something. You know that's going to you know financially or mentally push you forward whether it's a, a training program you know a business opportunity or something like that don't sit there and think i can't afford it sit there and think okay what what do i need to do to be able to afford that and, and i'll just use coaching for example because that's the world i live in okay so say you want to sign up to a 12-week program now my 12-week programs are 497 if you're paid up front now Instead of having the mindset of going, oh, I can't afford that, what I do personally, this is what I've done with hiring my most recent coach, was I sat there, so that's costing me $600 um, for a 12-week program, and I sat there and went, okay, what am I going to get out of it? Okay, I'm going to get great things out of it. Well, how can I afford it? What do I need to do? Okay, I need to cut back on this expense, that expense, all right, and that's going to cover the payments. Instead of sitting there and going, oh, I can't afford $600 right now, 
I sat there and went, how, how can I afford it? And I made that happen. So it's just something to think about. I know I've gone on a bit of a tangent here, but it really, I, I love finance and it really interests me. Um, so next time you look at, you know, a house or something like that, think about, okay, I'm not gonna go buy a $2 million house, but what would I need to do to be able to afford that? And even if you work it out and you go, shit, I actually could afford that. It doesn't mean you're gonna go buy a $2 million house, but it's just that, you know, building that resilience, that mindset, you know, that knowledge in your own finances and what you need to do to achieve certain things, okay, it's gonna open up your world a lot rather than just going, I can't afford that, you know, throw it away. I wanna go on holiday, can't afford that, you know, we're saving for whatever, throw it away. Right, it doesn't mean you're gonna go on that holiday, but sit down and think, okay, if we were to go on that ten, twenty thousand dollar holiday to you know America or wherever when we can travel again, you know, how am I gonna afford that? What do I need to do to put in place, put in steps, you know, how am I gonna work my finances? And it'll make you think about your finances deeper, you know, what you are doing, what you are spending your money on, what you can cut back on. But it's just something to, to think about. So sorry about the tangent there. Um, yeah, so business. Um, this is just business and just personal mindset as well. Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink and Leif Babin. Um, that's extremely good. It's probably the best leadership book I've um, ever read. Um, the Go-Giver by Bob Burge and John Mann. Um, that's another extremely good uh, book. That's pretty much what I base my business off. So the way they, um, they talk about it is the Go-Giver. So basically just giving as much value as you can. Um, that's how businesses business become successful and that's how you service the most amount of people and impact and change the most amount of lives that you can is by being a go-giver. So that audio book, I've listened to that probably six to ten times I reckon. Um, it's just a great book if you own a business um, or if you're just, um, just, I think it's one of those books that everyone should, uh, should listen to and read. Um, it's just a great book. Um, and mindset, so uh, this one's a bit different to the rest of them. Um, this one was recommended to me by Matt Prince, who was my first mentor. Um, this is around mindset, so it's Loving What Is by Byron Katie. Um, it's just a really, really good book about just kind of accepting things are and how you react to them. Like it's um, something you think about is right. You can't a lot of time. A lot of times, things will happen to you, and you can't you can't affect or impact those things happening to you. A lot of times, it's out of your control. But what is in your control is how you perceive them, how you react to them. Um, so that's something that they talk about in that book. Um, it's, just, it's a really good book. Um, I recommend you should listen to it. So um, another one which I do myself, and I've got a course coming up, is study notes and audio recording. So if you're going through the academy or you have an interview coming up or something like that, and you need to remember uh, certain legislation verbatim, right? So something you can do is have all your notes laid out in front of you and read and record yourself talking, right? And then listen back to it. Right? If you don't have a very exciting voice like myself, it is fucking painful, right? But think about when you're in a car and you're listening to music, right? Just all of a sudden you'll hear the song pop up and you know you know the words, and it's not because you've sat there and memorized them. It's because you've heard it over and over and over again on the radio. So subconsciously, you're learning all the words. Um, same thing happens here with audio notes. So if you've got a long drive, you're at the college or whatever, do audio notes for your study notes. You know, listen, listen to them. Um, you'll be surprised how much information you can put into a 40 or 60 minute audio block. 
Um, but give it a crack and read it three times for whatever reason. I read this in a study a while ago. If you listen to something three times over, if you say it three times over, you're more likely to retain that information. So listen to your own boring voice three times over, right? And it's gonna help you greatly, okay? It's what, what I've been doing for years now. Um, so I hope that covers it. Um, how to make your time in the car more productive. Um, if you've got any questions on any of these or anything else, just let me know. Um, I'm gonna move on to the second one now from Sarah Osborne. Um, her question was she's running out of gas really quick when she's running. Okay, so something about running, we need to build it up, okay? Us as humans, all right, we remember when we were kids, we were able to run around, you know? We never really, you know, we can never really remember a time, well, I know I can't, I can never really remember a time when I was a kid and I wanted to go for a run and I felt really out of breath and just had like this endless energy and I felt like you could just continually run all the time. So. I think as as we're adults and we you know we get older and we grow up, we just we just think we should be able to run. We go you go for a run and you gas out quick, you know, and you go fuck like I should be able to run, um, you know. So it's something that we you know, maybe you had it as a kid, but it's something we need to build back up again. So don't get so down on yourself, you know. There's no there's no silver bullet for being able to run. It's something we need to build up over time. So there's no shortcut either. So you can't just shortcut being able to run 10k you need to put in the effort you need to build up over time you know you can't you may be able to just go out tomorrow and travel 10 kilometers but if you haven't got a base level of fitness i guarantee you, you're probably not going to be able to run that whole 10 kilometers and if you do it's probably not in a very good time so um it's something we need to build up to to become good runners um, or just even decent mediocre runners now so there's no shortcuts we need to build it up so a couple of ways to do that, you can either set a time or set a distance. So what I like to do is set a time frame, so 30 minutes, and just see how far I can run in that 30 minutes, right? And you might be run, walk, jog, run, walk, jog, whatever it is. You just want to see how far you can travel in 30 minutes. Now, you can do this on any time. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes. That's just what I normally choose. Um, how far? Now, next time I do it, I just want to think, okay, I want to make sure I get past that distance this time. So say, say for example, it's five kilometers in 30 minutes. And I know last time, okay, I ran, I ran the first K and then I walked for a bit. And then I ran for a bit and then I walked for a bit. So in my mind, okay, this time I'm gonna try and run for those first two kilometers. Okay, I'm gonna try and get that out a bit quicker and then just push through those last three kilometers, you know, that last you know, 15, 20 minutes and try and get past that distance again. So same thing for the next one, set a distance. So five kilometers. Right, how long is it taking you to do that? Say it's 30 minutes, right? Next time, you wanna push a bit harder and try and get, you know, 20, 29 minutes 30, for example, or then the next time, 29 minutes. We're not, we're not looking at going from a 5K, you know, 30 minute 5K down to a 25 minute five kilometer the next run. It's all about progressive over time and building up. So a couple of things we should be recording when we run. Total time we've ran for, Total distance. Now, even if we know the total time is 30 minutes, still record it, make a note of this because every single run you do, you know, you can put these times and distances in this recording, it can impose on every single run. So you can have a look at it over time and look at your improvement. So we want to record total time ran for, total distance we ran for, average minute per kilometer or minute per miles, um, and average heart rate over the time. So. Over time, we go on a few runs. What we want to be seeing is, you know, either your total time, 
Oh, sorry, your, uh, yeah, your total time um, running, if you're doing that five kilometers, you know, coming down, total distance going up. And uh, two of the main ones which really show an increase of fitness is your average minutes per kilometers and average heart rate. So a few things can happen here, all right? If our average minute per kilometer is going down and our heart rate staying the same, it means we're running faster, but we're working at the same rate, which it shows that an increase in fitness and an increase in running ability. Um, secondly, if our average minute per kilometer is staying the same and our average heart rate is coming down, it means we're able to run at the same pace, at the same speed, but we're working not as hard because our average heart rate is down, which then shows an increase in fitness again. And the third one, which is what we want, overall is our average minute per kilometer coming down and our average heart rate coming down. So it shows that we're running faster, we're going quicker, we'll be going further, and also our average heart rate's going down as well, so that we're also that massive increase of fitness. So there's three ones there, so average heart rate coming down, sorry, average minute per kilometer coming down, average heart rate staying the same, average minute per kilometer staying the same, average heart rate coming down, or they're both coming down. They're all gonna show an increase in fitness and running ability. So track it, okay? Because some days you'll go for a run and you might feel really good and you've run a you know a 25 minute, a 25 minute five kilometer. Okay, you might go for a run the second time, you know, and you've run a 25 minute five kilometer and you just think, shit, I'm not getting any better. What am I doing? But when you check your stats, your average heart rate's down, which shows a massive increase in fitness because although you didn't push yourself as hard, you know, you're, still, you're still getting that same time, that same distance, the average heart rate's come down. So it shows an increase in fitness, although you know, your time or your distance hasn't changed, right? you're showing that increase in fitness. So I hope that helps you out. Just remember, and I get this all the time, you know, people get upset that they can't run, but it's something we need to build up, okay? So I hope that helps. If you have any questions at all, hit me up. Thanks. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Police Fit Podcast. Now, I'm going to ask you to do what everyone else asks you to do as well. Can you please subscribe, like, and share the podcast? The more people we can get it in front of, the more people we can help. Now, on that too, if you've got any questions at all, please shoot me a message on Facebook. I'll cover it off in the podcast. I'll give you the most amount of information that I can. And please, if you need help with your fitness, training, mindset, anything, please reach out and ask me. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to help you out. You just need to ask. Thanks, guys.